Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. It's always a joy to come into your homes. We love you, and we know God has great things in store for each one of you. If you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks again for coming out. I like to start with something funny each week, and I heard about this reporter. He was visiting churches all across the nation. While in New York, he noticed this golden phone on the wall with a sign that said, calls $10,000 per minute. He asked the pastor what it meant. And the pastor explained how that was a direct line to heaven. If you were willing to pay the price, you could talk directly to God. The reporter continued visiting other churches. He encountered the same golden phone with the same sign. When he finally made it down to Texas, he saw the phone on the wall, but the sign said 25 cents per call. Intrigued, he asked the pastor why it was so much cheaper. The pastor said, you're in Texas. Now it's a local call. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bibles. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about having a never-say-die attitude. If you're going to fulfill your destiny, you have to have a made-up mind that no matter what comes against you, no matter how long it takes, no matter how many times you get knocked down, you are not going to stay down. You're not going to start complaining. You're not going to get soured on life and give up on your dreams you're going to keep pressing forward looking for your next victory. There's got to be a holy determination, a never-say-die attitude. The people that succeed are not necessarily the most talented. They are the most determined. They know how to persevere. When they fail, they don't see that as final. They learn from it and try again. When they face obstacles, they don't shrink back and get discouraged. They dig their heels in and fight the good fight of faith. And in life, there's always something coming against us. Disappointments, setbacks, unfair situations. Too many people just give up and think, well, it just wasn't meant to be. My marriage is not going to last. We're having too many problems. I'll never accomplish my dreams. The economy's too bad. I'll never get well, Joel. The doctor's report doesn't look good. No, if you're going to experience God's best, you have to have a backbone made of steel. You can't be weak, wimpy, spineless. You have to have a warrior mentality. No matter how long it's taking, deep down on the inside, your attitude should be, if I have to stand in faith my whole lifetime, I am not going to give up on what God has put in my heart. And when you have this holy determination... When you have your mind made up that you're going to outlast anything that comes against you, then no person, no obstacle, no sickness, no setback, no betrayal, all the forces of darkness cannot keep you from your God-given destiny. 
And I want to light a new fire on the inside. God did not create us to give up when it gets hard. He didn't create us to get discouraged when we face obstacles. He made us as more than conquerors. You have victory in your DNA. When God breathed his life into you, he breathed perseverance, determination, strength, courage, endurance. You have staying power. That means you can outlast every attack. You've been anointed to make it through difficult times. If you will dig your heels in and have this never say die attitude, then no matter what comes against you, no matter how long it takes or how difficult it is, when it's all said and done, you'll be able to say, I'm still standing. The enemy did his best, but his best was not enough. I've still got a smile on my face, a song in my heart, a spring in my step. I know I am a victor and not a victim. David said in Psalm 51 verse 10, God renew a right spirit within me. The Amplified Translation tells us what a right spirit is. It says renew a steadfast and persevering spirit. Notice when God considers our spirit to be right, when we're determined, when we're persevering, when we have this never say die attitude. Not when we're giving up, not when we're negative, discouraged, complaining. I never get any good breaks. I'm so in debt, I'll never get out. Nobody's treating me right. No, that's not the right spirit. That'll keep you right where you are. The right spirit is to say, yes, I'm having some big challenges, but I know I serve a big God. And what was meant for my harm, I know God's going to use it for my good. So I'm not going to sit around depressed and defeated, thinking about what didn't work out, what I don't have and who hurt me. No, I've got a destiny to fulfill. I'm going to get up and go again. I know I've been armed with strength for every battle. I know the forces that are for me are greater than the forces that are against me. I'm expecting God to show up and show out in a great way in my life. That's a right spirit. But some of you today, you've allowed your circumstances to push you down and convince you that it's too much. and It's never going to change. Now you're tempted to give up on what God's placed in your heart. But I'm asking you to dig your heels in and say, no, this is a new day. God is renewing a right spirit within me. I will not give up on my dreams. I will not give up because somebody did me wrong. I will not give up because I tried and failed. I will not give up because the medical report doesn't look good. I will not give up because it's taken longer than I thought. I've got a made up mind. I'm going to become everything God's created me to be. And I'm going to have everything God intended for me to have. There's got to be a relentlessness on the inside that says no matter what happens, I refuse to quit. As long as God has given me breath to breathe, I'm going to keep pressing forward, pursuing my dreams, believing for his very best. Well, you say, Joel, I don't understand why this has happened to me. Why did I get cancer? Why did I get laid off? Why was I raised in a negative environment? I don't know why, but I do know this. Nothing that has happened to you can keep you from your God-given destiny. You might have had an unfair past, but you don't have to have an unfair future. You can take the hand you've been dealt and win with it. It may not make sense. You may not understand it. But God would not have allowed it unless he had a divine purpose. And if you will shake off the self-pity, 
shake off the discouragement, then God will not only bring you out, but he's promised he will bring you out better off than you were before. Our attitude should be, this thing is not going to defeat me. It may have knocked me down, but it didn't knock me out. I'm going to get back up and go again. Like that Energizer bunny that we see on TV, you got to keep going and going and going. I have a friend that's had cancer three times. I've never once heard him complain. I've never once seen him down and defeated. He has this never say die attitude. He knows as long as he's in faith, nothing can snatch him out of God's hands. The fact is, the medical report doesn't look good, but he has another report. He's not focused just on what medical science says. He's focused on what God says. This has been going on for over 10 years. He is relentless. He refuses to give up. His attitude is, this too shall pass. It's not permanent. It's only temporary. Sickness cannot stay in my body. I'm a temple of the Most High God. Many people in his shoes by now, they would have given up, gotten discouraged, gotten worn down. Not him. Why? He has a right spirit. He has this holy determination. No matter what it looks like, no matter how long it's taken, he's unshakable, immovable. He's got a made up mind. Not too long ago, the cancer came back for the third time. The doctors told him they were going to harvest his white blood cells before they gave him chemotherapy. That way, they could use those cells to help restore his immune system after the treatment. These are the killer cells that help fight off the cancer. He asked the doctors how many of the white blood cells they needed. They gave him this huge number. He said to the doctors, I'm going to give you twice the amount that you're looking for. For the next few months, while he was waiting to take the treatment, all through the day, he'd go around saying, Father, thank you that my white blood cells are multiplying. They're reproducing, getting stronger, more effective, and they will do exactly what you've created them to do. They will attack and destroy these cancerous cells. Most people, while they're waiting to take the treatment, they just relax, take it easy to get prepared. Not this young man. Every day, he'd go out and work out, lift weights, run. All the while, he was envisioning himself healthy and whole. Through his eyes of faith, he could see those white blood cells reproducing. He went back to the doctors. They said, you're a man of your word. You have given us more than twice the number of white blood cells that we were looking for. He went through the treatment and today he's totally healthy and whole, completely cancer free. What am I saying? You've got to have a never-say-die attitude. Life may throw you some curves. There may be some bumps along the way. But always remember, every setback is a setup for a greater comeback. That difficulty was never meant to destroy you. It was meant to strengthen you. And if you will stay in faith, God will turn every battlefield into a blessing field. He'll not only bring you out, but he'll bring you out better off than you were before. You may be in tough times right now, but don't let that cause you to get sour. Don't complain. Don't blame God and think, why is this happening to me? No, learn to dig your heels in. Look that obstacle in the eye and say, you have met your match with me. I know who I am and I know who's on my side. The creator of the universe is breathing in my direction. I've got victory in my DNA. 
I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not get depressed. I will not start complaining. My report is this too shall pass. This season will come to an end and a new season will begin. A new season in my health, a new season in my finances, a new season with my family. Friends, don't get discouraged. A new season is coming your way. Winter always gives way to spring. The scripture puts it like this. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. It may be winter in your life right now. Things are difficult. You don't see any growth. It's kind of dark and gloomy. The good news is spring is on its way. A brighter season is right around the corner. One time I had this tree in my yard that looked as dead as can be. All my other trees were so healthy. and They were full of these thick green leaves. I have this man that helps me to trim the trees and I called him and told him about this dead tree. And he came over to look at it and when he got there, I, I pointed it out and he smiled and said, Joel, that tree is not dead. It's just not in season. I thought to myself, this tree is dead. It was ugly and barren. The bark was chipping off. The leaves were empty. I said, are you sure it's not dead? He said, I'm positive. It's not the same type of tree as your other trees. It's always going to bloom a few months later. Sure enough, in a few months, that tree was full of leaves, just as beautiful as all the other trees. What's my point? It looked dead to me. It looked like it would never produce fruit. Looked like it would never be healthy again. But the fact is, the tree was as alive as it could be. It had a bright future. It was simply out of season. And in the same way, at times we look at things in life and think, this is dead. My marriage is over. We hardly even talk anymore. This job will never get any better. I'll never get well. It looks dead to us. But just like that tree, it's really not dead. It's just not in season. Don't do like I almost did and cut down the tree. In other words, don't give up on a dream just because you don't see anything happening and it looks dead. Don't give up on a marriage because you hit a few bumps in the road. Don't give up on a child that's off course and been that way a long time. There's another season coming. You don't know it may be right around the corner. Your new season could start tomorrow. You could see things start to blossom in your life this coming week. You get a good break at the office. You meet a new client. Things take off in your finances, in your health. You get a good report from the doctor. Your strength comes back. You feel good once again. In your family, that child that hadn't spoken to you in years, all of a sudden he calls and wants to be restored. What happened? The season changed. It looked like it was dead, looked like it was never work out, but you stepped in to a new season. I love how the scripture talks about how our latter days will be better than our former days. You may have had some great seasons in years past, but you haven't seen anything yet. God has seasons of promotion, blessing, and favor in your future you've never seen before. Seasons that will even boggle your mind. Well, you say, Joel, I don't see how that could happen. Nothing's going my way. Doesn't look like it's ever going to change. Here's the key. You've got to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. If I would have just gone by what I could see, I would have asked that man, cut down the tree. It's dead. It's finished. Let's get rid of it. But that man could see something in the tree that I could not see. He had a trained eye. 
Maybe you think, my marriage looks like it's dead. In my finances, looks like I'll never get out of debt. In my health, looks like I'll never get well. But perhaps today I can see something that you cannot see. Through my eyes of faith, I can see a new season coming your way. You may be sick, but I can see you healthy and whole. You may be struggling in your finances, but I can see you blessed, prosperous, with more than you can ask or think. You may be lonely and discouraged, but I can see you happy and fulfilled with the person of your dreams. Now you've got to do your part and get in agreement with God. Anybody can quit. Anybody can give up when it gets hard. Anybody can get discouraged because it's taken a long time. That's easy. But it takes a man or woman of great faith to say, I don't see anything good happening in my life. It looks like my dreams have died. Nothing is going my way, but I am not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I know. And deep down in my spirit, I know a new season is coming my way. I know I would not have breath to breathe if God didn't have another victory in my future. So I'm not going to go through this day or go through my life with no enthusiasm, focused on my problems. I'm going to focus on my God. I know my latter days will be better than my former days. You got to have this holy determination. You can't allow the setbacks of life cause you to get numb and become indifferent to where you give up on what God has put in your heart. The right spirit says, this may be difficult, but I know I've been armed with strength for every battle. This may be taking a long time, but I know a new season's coming my way. Life may have treated me unfair, but I know God will pay me back for every injustice. I love the promise God gives us in Isaiah 61 verse 7. The message translation puts it this way. Because you got a double dose of trouble and more than your share of contempt, your inheritance in the land will be double and your joy will go on forever. When trouble comes your way, instead of getting down, discouraged, giving up, no, have the attitude, this trouble just qualified me for double. It was meant for my harm, but I know God's going to use it to my advantage. For instance, if for some reason you were to get laid off, no big deal. I'm not worried. I'm not going to live life upset. I know a new season is coming my way and it's not going to be an average season. It's going to be a season of increase. Double the benefits, double the friends, double the income. In your marriage, if it's under attack, I'm not going to give up and take the easy way out. I'm getting ready for double. Most likely, every one of us is going through something. Life happens, disappointments, setbacks. I heard somebody say, Losers focus on what they're going through, but winners focus on where they're going to. In other words, if somebody did me wrong, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to forgive them and focus on where God has taken me to. I'm going to focus on the double that God has promised me. Like my friend that's had cancer three times, he's not consumed by that sickness. He is not overwhelmed by what he's going through. He's focused on his future and where God has taken him to. It's funny, he tells everyone, cancer made me better looking. They look at him kind of strange. Why do you say that? He says, because before I had cancer, nobody told me I look good. But now everybody that sees me says, you look great. <laughs> Many times, 
what we're going through is simply transportation to get us to our destination. When my father went to be with the Lord, every voice was telling me, your best days are behind you. It's never going to work out. I could have easily lived with a chip on my shoulder, upset, discouraged. No, I understood this principle. I didn't focus on what I was going through. I focused on where God was taking me to. I knew a new season was coming my way. I knew that double dose of trouble qualified me for a double dose of God's favor. And even though it was difficult and at times uncertain, I had this holy determination. I just kept pressing forward. I refused to quit, refused to give up on my dreams. And what I thought would be my darkest hour turned out to be my brightest hour. That's what launched me into a whole new dimension of my life. I was talking to a gentleman a while back and he had just lost his job. He had been with this company for many years, had a great position, making good money. And I thought for sure he would be upset and distraught and I was going to have to cheer him up. But it was just the opposite. He had a smile on his face. He was as happy as can be. I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, Joel, I just lost my job and I can't wait to see what God's going to do next. What is that? A right spirit. He was knocked down, but he wasn't knocked out. He knew when one door closes, God's going to open up another door. He wasn't focused on what he was going through. He was focused on where God was taking him to. He knew a new season was coming his way. That's the kind of people God's looking for. People that have a never say die attitude. I heard a story about these two little frogs that fell into a big bowl of cream. And the sides were so slick that the frogs couldn't climb up out of it. They had to paddle and paddle just to stay alive. And this went on and on. And that first little frog did everything possible to try to get out. But every time he got to the top of the bowl, it was too slick. He lost his grip and he would fall back. After trying it hundreds and hundreds of times, he finally said to the other frog, we're doomed. We're never going to get out. We're just wasting our time and energy paddling around. We might as well give up. He gave up, went under. You didn't see anything more of him. The second frog, he tried as well, everything he could to get out, but he too kept losing his grip and falling back. But this second frog was different. He'd been coming to Lakewood. <laughs> this frog had a never say die attitude. He thought, I am not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep paddling as long as I possibly could. And he just kept paddling and paddling 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. That cream got harder and harder, made it more and more difficult, but he just kept going and going and going. Two or three hours later, he had paddled so much, he had stirred that cream and the cream finally turned into butter. It got hard enough to where he could just step on top. Eventually, he hopped out of it. That's what we have to do in life. When it gets difficult... You don't see any way out. Looks like you'll never get well, never get out of debt. Your thoughts will tell you it's over. Just give up. You're wasting your time. You've had cancer for three times now. Just accept it. Your marriage is never going to work out. It's too hard. No, the harder it gets, the closer you are to stepping out. And if you will just keep on keeping on, moving forward, living with faith and expectancy, being your best each day, then like that little frog, one day what should have destroyed you will be the very thing that helps you rise to a new level. And understand, 
the greater your challenge, the greater your future. If you have a big obstacle today, that just tells me you've got a big future. Keep pressing forward. Be relentless. Have a never say die attitude. Sir Edmund Hillary was the first man to ever climb to the top of Mount Everest, but he didn't make it on his first attempt. He had tried once before and not only failed, but he lost one of his men. One of his team members was killed. And after this failed expedition, he was in London talking with a group of reporters. And there was a big picture of Mount Everest right beside him. He turned and looked at it and said, Mount Everest, you have defeated me, but I will return and defeat you because you can't get any bigger, but I can. You may be facing obstacles today that look huge. Maybe you too have tried and failed. I can't promise you that the obstacle will get any smaller, but I can promise you, you can get bigger. You have the power of the Most High God on the inside of you right now. Don't be weak, wimpy, spineless. Our attitude should be, this thing may have defeated me before, but it is not going to defeat me again. I know who I am, a child of the Most High God. I am anointed, equipped, empowered. I can do all things through Christ. This adversity is no match for me. And I believe even right now, God is breathing new life into your spirit. Your strength is increasing. Your vision is enlarging. You are strong, determined, well able, not only to outlast every adversity, but to overcome it. You may have tried and failed before, but God is saying, go again. This time it's going to be different. No, the obstacle didn't get smaller. You got bigger. God enlarged you. He increased you. You've got more faith, more confidence, more determination. My prayer is that you'll go out of here today with a greater resolve, with a new fire on the inside, determined that you're going to become everything God's created you to be. When you face difficulties, don't focus on what you're going through. Focus on what you're going to. Get ready for a double dose of God's favor. And I know some of you right now, there are things in your life that you could easily give up on. A marriage, a dream, your health, your finances. There's no growth. It looks dead, no life, no victory. But remember, just like my tree, it's not really dead. It's just not in season. And if you will keep pressing forward with a made up mind, a never say die attitude, the good news is your new season is on its way. And I want to declare this over each one of you. You are coming in to a new season of growth, a new season of opportunity, a new season in your health, a new season in your finances, a new season in your relationships. I declare you're going to see God's favor, his blessings, increase, promotion, opportunity, a new season of God's best coming your way in a greater way. And if you receive that, can you say amen? Amen. I know you do. We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places you've never dreamed of. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today.
Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.